Oh, good morning. Oh, so excited to be here today. We have, uh, we have so much uh, on our plate today that I think you're going to absolutely love. Don't miss it. Not a second of it. First, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. Spotlight sponsor is uh, American Financing. If you are looking to buy a home, if you're looking to refi, if you're looking to consolidate, right now, with the interest rates as low as they are, you could save yourself about $1,000 a month, believe it or not. Um, a lot of people in this audience have already done this. You should just take make a 10-minute phone call and see how much American Financing can save you in just a refi of your loan. If you, uh, if you do that, you don't have to reset it back to another 25 years or anything like that. And they're all customizable. And it's done by people who are working for you, not the bank. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing. America's home for home loans. They have you covered coast to coast for anything that you want to do with your home loan. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Or you can call them now at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Now Democrats are warning that we better not impeach uh, President Trump because he's not going to go with uh, Mike Pence. Mike Pence will not be the one. It'll be Nikki Haley, and that'll be a whole nother can of worms, and we won't be able to fight that. Oh, so it is about politics. It's not about what you actually believe is constitutional. We'll get into the latest from Washington. Also, Elizabeth Warren uh, not doing so well. Uh, we, we've tried on this pair of shoes. We walked around it, uh, walked around in the store. And we're like, no, nah, this one's uncomfortable, too. And so now everybody's trying on Michael Bloomberg. Oh, this one is going to be really good for your feet. We'll talk about that as well. We begin in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So we were talking to the people at uh, My Patriot Supply a few weeks ago. We were discussing how people prepared you know, uh, 2010, even 2016, how people were prepared. As soon as Obama left the White House, a lot of people stopped preparing. They started, they were like, oh, well, it's not Hillary, it's not uh, Obama, so everything's fixed. I'm here to tell you that mentality is dead wrong. Look at the deep state, for example. I, Stu? Yeah. I said this, I said this earlier. Mm-hmm. I, I I amused about it earlier. Then I then I questioned it yesterday. Muse, then question. Uh-huh. And now I think it looks to me like we're just not even gonna the Democrat the Republicans are just not even gonna get into this. You They're think just so? gonna go, nah. Well, there was a pitch that you're talking about actually going through and, and going into all the Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think so we bad. have Senator Kennedy on today, mm-hmm. not Ted and not JF, <laughs> right. but uh, Senator Kennedy still from Kennedy. Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. Still Kennedy. <laughs> and maybe he'll have a, a, an idea on their direction because I think it's important. Well, he's being hammered. He's being hammered. Yeah. Well, they, you know, this is, he was the one who was on TV and they said, well, uh, you know, did Ukraine, you don't think Ukraine hacked our elections. Do you? you don't think they were involved? Do you? 
and and you know our our intelligence said it was Russia. It's like, well, two things can be true at the same time, yes. and and the media will not address this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he tried to kind of point that out. I would like to hear, you know, because it was sold in the media that he backed off his statements and said, no, it actually was Russia. It was, and I was wrong. I shouldn't have said yeah. that. I would like to be. I would like to see if his yeah, we're gonna opinion t- is. Uh, is a, is a little bit more yeah. nuanced than that, and I know we're in the middle of a commercial, but I mean, I, you know, I, I feel, think this uh, is just as important. <laughs> I mean, look, if they don't break this Hydra up, by the way, wearing the new Hydra wear today. Have you seen this? Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, perfect time for Christmas. You can get the Hydra hats and the and it, what'll cool. be great is if you know George Soros, that drives him nuts. <laughs> anyway, um, you look at what's happening and. We are in a very precarious situation. There are forces that are trying to destroy our nation, due process, privacy, the Constitution, our financial system, all of it. What happens if they succeed? May I suggest we should prepare because we understand the threats we face are bigger than one single person or one single thing. That's why for the last decade, I've partnered with My Patriot Supply, and you should too. Right now, you'll save $70 on a two-week food kit with guaranteed two-day uh, two delivery at preparewithglenn.com. I know it's not a sexy Christmas present, but it is a thoughtful Christmas present and one that only your dad could give you. You know what I mean? It's like one of those you're like, yeah, my dad gave me food storage for Christmas. But they'll thank you later. My Patriot Supply. They have payment plans and options that will fit any budget, so don't wait. Get ahead of the chaos today. Right now, save $70 on the two-week food kit with preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. News from CNN. The 123-page document written by GOP members on three House committees formalized the president's own cycle of distraction and denial that he used uh, out to uh, that he used out to ride out the Russian scandal. Hmm. He's using the same tactic to save his job now that he's faced with impeachment over his political pressure on Ukraine. This just reads like a news story. It does. It's it so is. newsy. It's, I, it's almost overwhelmed by well, the journalism. Well, CNN news. <laughs> Trump is now waiting to hear the formal case against him because he doesn't have to. He's no longer waiting. What? Ultimately, it, it'll make little difference since his defense was so long ago unmoored from fact and is based on selling a disinformational narrative to his followers that sows confusion and devalues truth for everything else. <laughs> is this this has got to be an opinion piece. This is not a news story. Who wrote this? You have an, an author? No, I just have it. It's just Mark CNN, Washington hmm. CNN. No, it's Dateline Washington CNN. I'm, I'm just looking again. No, it, I, I don't even, there's no byline on it. It's just CNN. Hmm. I mean, because that does definitely strike me as a, a political uh, analysis piece, which I would uh, say is a piece, uh, <laughs> but a uh, piece of something. Yeah. Uh, but is not. That cannot be a cannot be a news story. You want to? 
How much are you going to put down on it? I will. I will like, oh, I'm totally confident. One cent is about <laughs> right, the maximum exactly I would right. bet on this. The report released by President's, uh, the president's House Republican allies on Monday was, in effect, a pre-buttle of a report on the Democratic impeachment investigation set to be released by House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff. The message of the document, less of a defense of Trump on its merits, but rather an endorsement of his counterfactual denials. It was simple. Nothing Trump did when it came to Ukraine was wrong, the report said. His scheme run by his scheme run by personal lawyer Rudy Giuliani to coerce Ukraine to investigate a political foe, Joe Biden, was just fine, according to the partisan document. Contrary to what top officials testified, there was no quid pro quo, House Republicans claim, and the whole Ukrainian drama amounts to a coup by his deep state enemies, despite an avalanche of evidence otherwise. Mm. Wow. It's really frustrating the way they're doing wow. this right now. They, they are. They, they are. Let me give you another one here. Um uh, This is from the New York Post, so... Uh, House Republicans on Monday released a report ripping Democrats' impeachment proceedings, arguing that the evidence collected in the probe so far does not support the accusations leveled against President Trump or the rise or, or rise to the level of removal from office. The evidence presented now this one reads like a news story. The um, the evidence presented does not prove any of these Democratic allegations and none of the Democratic witnesses testified to have any evidence of bribery, extortion or any high crime or misdemeanor. End quote. The Republicans asserted this in the 123 page report, a copy of which was obtained by the Post. Dueling versions of the case against the president following two weeks of the House committee, blah, 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 blah. They are. Uh, the the mainstream press is working overtime right now to do a couple of things. Listen to this story from Salon. A Ukrainian prosecutor who aided Trump attorney Ruli Giuliani's search for damaging information on former Vice President Joe Biden was among hundreds of prosecutors fired in a sweeping anti-corruption purge. One of Giuliani's earliest contacts in Ukraine was given a dismissal notice last week. Hmm. Okay, so prosecutor who aided Giuliani's hunt for damaging details on Biden is fired in an anti-corruption purge. What does that headline tell you? What is it supposed to tell you? Anti-corruption purge. Mm-hmm. Uh, that these people were removed for justifiable good reasons because they're just, we take an action mm-hmm. against the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate? Mm-hmm. No. Um, <laughs> he and more than 500 prosecutors uh, from the last regime were fired because they failed to take some exam that they felt was biased against them. Mm-hmm. And so they failed to take this exam on what happened in the last administration. They didn't take it, so 500 of them, more than 500 of them were fired. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this man has denied meeting with Giuliani, but his former associates say he prepared a seven-page dossier, which was passed along to Giuliani. The former prosecutor later appeared in a report by the Hill's John Solomon, Uh to whom Giuliani fed dubious claims Mm -hmm. to fuel the debunked narrative. 
that Biden had a prosecutor terminated while he was investigating a Ukrainian firm that employed his son. How how is that debunked? How is that debunked? We have the court documents Mm -hmm. that were filed by that prosecutor three weeks before he was fired by Joe Biden. He went to court and filed a a, a, uh, court document for an investigation to be able to have the powers to do the investigation on Burisma and Joe Biden's son. Yeah. So where has this been debunked? And, well, and what they fall back on usually here is there were multiple investigations going on against Burisma, one of which had ended before the Biden situation occurred. So they say, well, the, 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 the investigation was over. As you point out, they had filed uh, papers for a new investigation. There were other investigations going on on Burisma at the same time. We should also report that this stated... Uh, 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 thing that Joe Biden was doing in Ukraine. Totally separate from Burisma. No big deal. Had nothing to do with them. All he was doing was investigating corruption in the oil and gas industry with his focused attention on Burisma's number one competitor. Now, it wasn't even about Burisma. It was only about their number one competitor in the same industry. That's all. Obviously. There are more questions. And to just say it's debunked is easy, right? Because you know what? I, sometimes this does happen, right? Sometimes Republicans uh, do uh, throw around theories that are BS, and sometimes they do. So what they try to do with things like this is say, well, look, there, you guys know they're all conspiracy theorists. We've been telling you that everything we, they've been doing is debunked, and this is just another example. Don't look into it. We're telling you right now it's another example. A little different than the do-your-own-homework approach that we take with these investigations. Check it. Look at it. Read the documents. Please do. Here they are. We have the documents. We have them. So when you say they're debunked, you'll notice they're not quoting any document. They're not quoting anyone and showing a document that disproves our documents. Our documents, in this case, are from the court system in Ukraine. I mean, so please debunk that. I'll, I'll correct that. Just show me what makes that report and those documents invalid. Show that to me. They can't. They can't. Nor will they. Listen to this. Giuliani told Blaze host Glenn Beck last month that he used Solomon to push the claims in the U.S. senior State Department official George Kent. He also testified last month that Solomon's reporting, if not entirely, uh, is made up in full cloth. It was filled with non-truths and non-sequiturs. So he's saying uh, that Solomon, that Rudy Giuliani told me that he used Solomon to push these things. No, I don't think that's what he said. Correct me if I'm wrong, Stu. I think he said that, yes, he gave this information to John Solomon. Right, they're just inserting the pushed. context that Correct. he pushed false claims, but like, that's not Correct. That, of course what Giuliani or Solomon was intending. That's like to do. you'll 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 notice that up on my giant chalkboard, uh, there is um, oh, what is his name? The um, oh, the the press guy, uh, Michael Isakoff. I've never said anything about Michael Isakoff except that Chalupa was working with Michael Isakoff on giving him a story which he ran, and that story was used for the FISA request, Mm -hmm. okay? 
I'm not saying that Michael Isakoff was was part of this conspiracy. I'm not saying that Michael Isakoff is completely discredited. I'm not saying any of that. I'm only stating the fact that I know that Chalupa was working the press and she was specifically in her own words, in her own documents and emails to the DNC, working on Michael Isakoff for a blockbuster story. And that blockbuster story, well, that blockbuster story happened to lead right down to the, uh, the black uh, ledger, which got Paul Manafort fired. Is that Michael Isakoff's fault? Was he part of it? I've never made that charge. No. I mean, if you're a journalist, it was a real story. It should have been reported. Correct. And, you know, we shouldn't dismiss the idea no. uh, that uh, people were convicted in the release of this uh, Black Ledger that led to the uh, resignation and eventual imprisonment of a guy running one of the two campaigns going running for president at the time. Um, you know, that Manafort thing is not a little detail. I mean, imagine what a big... De- 2016 was so freaking crazy and so many details happened and so many wild swings happened in that election. But there are most elections in U.S. history. The biggest story of the entire campaign would be the guy running the campaign gets fired because of corruption that's leaked out of a country mm-hmm. overseas uh, is quite still at some level is questioned even by the mainstream media, whether it's whether it's fraudulent or not was not entered into the uh, the actual the court case, court the FBI, case as, as evidence. The, the prosecution never used the black ledger because they felt that it was it had too many flaws in it. Yeah, they didn't want to, yeah. It seemed like it was a good possibility that it wasn't real. It does seem like the, a lot of the information in it was real. Um, however, right, it, but it was a manufactured, manufactured collection of evidence correct. presented in a specific way for a specific result. Correct. And which, by the way, got the result. I mean, someone in Ukraine released a document that got the head of a campaign fired in the United States. Well, but it wasn't. But we're de- telling everyone tells us it, we're, it's debunked. Right. There were convictions in Ukraine over this. There right. was a tape uh, from Ukraine about this. And that guy that was convicted, there were two of them. One of them was the head <laughs> of the anti-corruption <laughs> bureau, which was set up by Obama, Clinton, the State Department, and George Soros. That's what that organization is. Mm-hmm. And the head of that organization was convicted of interfering in a U.S. election. I knew you couldn't get through a whole segment without anti- anti-Semitism. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. You heard it here. All right, let me tell you about LifeLock. You know who loves holiday shopping season more than anybody else? It was a blockbuster yesterday. What was it? $9 billion done online yesterday? Nine billion dollars. Yeah. And I've heard too that Black Friday is even online now is bigger than Cyber Monday. Because people are now like, well, Black Friday is the day you shop, and now we just shop online. I don't need a special day to shop online. Yeah. I go on Black Friday and I just go online. Yeah. Incredible. All right. Yesterday it was like eleven million dollars like eleven million dollars a minute, I think. Uh yesterday in sales. And that's just from my house with my wife. Right. That's which is incredible. Not good. Not good. So the people who really like this are the people who are trying to get your credit cards and everything else. Somebody's identity gets stolen every two seconds, and you can miss certain identity threats if you're only monitoring your credit. LifeLock will detect a wide range of identity threats and alerts you if the threat is detected. 
You should give them a call or visit their website today and find out all about it. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock can see the threats that you might miss on your own. And now until December 8th, when is that? That's uh, Sunday. Now until December 8th, join and get a special radio discount, 30% or more off your first year by using the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or visit lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 30% or more off your first year. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com, promo code BECK. We break for 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, boy, have you seen that uh, the GOP is not letting Dershowitz testify? Oh, you mean that hardcore conservative? Yeah. That conservative legal hack, yeah. Alan Dershowitz? Yeah, yeah. A guy who is, first of all, voted for Hillary Clinton, uh, is obviously known liberal and one of the preeminent legal scholars of our time. Yes. But yes, that let him, that he's a hack. Yes, but he probably was molesting small children with Epstein. Right. Again, I've yet to see any, any evidence? evidence other than just an <laughs> accusation that was seemingly intentionally leaked. Yes. Uh, in uh, in a, uh, from a court document. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, again, of course, you, you've heard him on the show, but, but possibly he's uh, absolutely he defended uh, himself and says he's completely innocent. I mean, who knows with this stuff? Obviously, we weren't there um, until they leak a document about us. Uh, we weren't we weren't on the island at any point. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's... It, it, or so you'd have us believe. We have this situation here in this country. And maybe Dershowitz would understand this as a legal scholar. It's called innocence until you're proven guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of was the standard for a while. It does not seem to be the standard anymore. Well, it wasn't in Salem, Massachusetts. Why should it be now? That's true. I guess the, the real old... If we were really conserving... Uh, the right. things we from would, the past. We would go we with would the go Salem. Right back to <laughs> see if he we floats. Should. That's right. <laughs> Come on. That's all we have There's to no do. There's no way Dershowitz we floats. tie a giant rock around him, <laughs> and we throw him into the river. If he floats, he's a witch. If he doesn't, he's not. And then we know his innocence. Right. We know his innocence. He's dead, but we wow. know his innocence. Yeah. Well, At least sure. his name would be cleared. Mm-hmm. You know, why he won't submit to that kind of uh, inquiry is beyond me. Why not? You don't want your name cleared? Anyway, this is the reason why they're not letting Dershowitz uh, testify this week, um, because they think that the Democrats will just make it all about Jeffrey Epstein. And you know what? I say go for it. Go for it. He wants to talk about it. Yeah. He wants to defend yeah, that case. Yeah, go for it. Let him Let him go after uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Why is it that only Prince Andrew is in trouble on this Epstein thing? Why is that? Why is that? Seems like there's some others that could be yeah, questioned. Maybe. Maybe. More on that and so much more. Coming up. You're listening to Glenn Beck. All right, it's almost Christmas. Chamonix Christmas and Holiday Sale is officially here. Stock up on the best skin care that money can buy during Chamonix's best promotion of the year. Do you want to say goodbye to the turkey neck and the double chin? I, 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 three or four of my chins I want to get rid of, but I, the double one I'm fine with. Uh, now you can get uh, you can do all that with the GenuCell Breakthrough Jawline Treatment. It uses MDL technology. And during Chamonix's 25 days of Christmas celebration, get the classic GenuCell for eye bags and puffiness absolutely free. Plus, GenuCell's immediate effects for results in 12 hours. You could you, you could look 10, 15, maybe 20 years younger right before your eyes, and you might say, I, that's not going to happen with me. 
Well, whatever. It's a money-back guarantee, 100%. So you can try it, see if it works for you. Uh, and uh, if not, they'll give you your money back. Also, today they have a, a special offer. They're going to be uh, – they're actually they're, – they're sponsoring with uh, Women, Rise, Women Rising. It's an organization that supports and assists women who are victims of domestic violence. When you order, Shamini will donate the exact same package that you get for one of these women. 800-577-8709 or GenuCell.com. Your order includes the anti-wrinkle treatment as well. You get a priority shipping free as well. Make this holiday season extra with Chamonix, 800-577-8709 or GenuCell.com. is G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Spend some time with me this Saturday night in Salt Lake City, uh, December 7th. Get your tickets now, glenbeck.com, Christmas. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just looked up. We have on uh, one of our screens, we have the things that we talked about just so we keep logs of everything we talked about. And the last break is just, sorry, this is very inside baseball, but it just says, Dershowitz, will he float? <laughs> <laughs> and he would call up right now and say, I would not float. I would not float. I would, I would not, not float. float. Uh, all right. Uh, welcome to the uh, program. Let me go to Ethan in Virginia before we get to Pat. Hello, Ethan. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. Hey, I wanted to uh, ask you, um, in our state of Virginia, uh, the Democrats are like in full control and they're getting ready to change all kinds of gun laws for us. So the counties, our surrounding counties are changing into Second Amendment sanctuary counties. So my question is, uh, how much protection to the gun owners will that se- will that Second Amendment sanctuary? How much protection will that give us? Well, I would I uh, I happen to think that sanctuary cities for the Second Amendment are all cities. Uh, the Second Amendment is the Constitution. It is constitutionally protected right. So when you know, with sanctuary cities with illegals, that's like, uh, yeah, we're not going to enforce the law because we disagree with it. This is we are going to enforce the law. Uh, it will all come down to your sheriffs. If you have a really good sheriff, um, the sheriff does not answer to the governor, does he? I'm trying to remember, Pat. In the Constitution, mm. I think sheriffs are the only ones that don't that don't have a hierarchy. They answer to the people. I'm not sure I know the sheriff hierarchy. <laughs> really that is up on the hierarchy of sheriffdom, right. as I should be. I'm pretty sure it's definitely made. I, whether yeah, it's you never know, been right whether, that I know of, never been tested. Right. But the but the idea is is that the sheriff is not an appointment uh, from anybody and doesn't answer to anybody but the people. And that's why yeah. the counties are doing it, because the county sheriff, if you have a good one, is saying, that's my constitutional right. I respond to the people, not to the governor or anybody else. But you will have a fight uh, between the sheriff and uh, the governor. That's why you need to be uh, all Americans should pay very close attention to who they have as their as their sheriff and make sure you really know that person and that person understands the Constitution and will stand. 
Thanks so much, Ethan. Hope that helps uh, answer your question. You should also be very much aware of the presidential candidate most likely uh, to do something about this gun situation, and that's Michael Bloomberg, mm. of course. He wants to he wants to take the guns off the streets, which is great. And uh, <laughs> and I think well, which is great know, to take the guns off of the streets. If yeah. they were just laying there in the streets, <laughs> yeah, well, I, know, I was like, you know, can somebody pick these up? My, well, my issue you know, is it's a tire hazard. I'm constantly popping right. tires because of all the guns on the gun streets. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. And then they go off just by themselves. Especially those bayonets. Right. Because they're always on the end of the guns. And And then just in case the same thing happens at home, he's going to come and get them out of your house, too. Just just to make everything really safe. That's good, obviously. There's no reason to have something that was developed specifically to kill. This is is one of the... I mean, remember, this is the guy (laughs) who, what, over the weekend said, no, President Z is not a dictator. He, he answers to his Amazing. constituency. Yeah. Yeah. No, he changed the law <laughs> so he doesn't answer to anybody. Yeah, communists don't have constituents, really. <laughs> they don't. They really don't. His thing was, oh, you think the people around him, if he starts going bad, you don't think that they'll... And he couldn't bring himself to yeah. kill him. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, so you're saying a coup? Is wow. the constituency. I, I don't know if you've noticed, a lot of dictators survive a long time before a coup yes. really bites them. Yes. Uh, you know, a lot Look at of the ill family. Yeah. Yeah. The ill family. Or the Kim family. Yeah. Kim it's actually Jong- Kim. Yeah. You're right. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's yes. the Kim family. Reverse. Yes. Yeah. Reverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's got some other great uh, policies. Uh, he tried to explain one of them last year. And uh, I think the the poor are really going to respond to this when he's talking about taxing the poor and and how great that will be. Love it. Here's Michael. Say, well, taxes are regressive. But in this case, yes, they are. That's the good thing about them, because the problem (laughs) is in people that don't have a lot of money. And so higher taxes should have a bigger impact on their behavior and Mm -hmm. how they deal with themselves. So I listen to people saying, oh, we don't want to tax the poor. Well, we want the poor to live longer so that they can get yes. an education and enjoy life. Oh, and uh-huh. that's <laughs> for what, them. why you do want to mm-hmm. do exactly what a lot mm-hmm. of people say you don't want to do. Ah, right. The okay. question is, right. do you want to pander to those people or do you want to get them to live longer? And there's just no question. Mm-hmm. If you raise taxes mm-hmm. on full sugary drinks, for example, they will drink less. And there's just no question that full sugar drinks are one of the major contributors to obesity. And obesity mm-hmm. is one of the mm-hmm. major contributors May to I heart just... disease and cancer and a variety of other things. Yeah, yeah, shut up. So... May, I just, <laughs> may I just point out, some people that have money mm-hmm. also have big bellies. Really? Have some, you, yeah. Can you name yeah, any? Some. Do you have any specific no, examples? No, I can't of think that? of anyone. Someone who, like, maybe even in the media spotlight for a while, mm. maybe earned a lot of money over the years. No, nope, can't seems think to, of a single one. Seems to grow. But it's not right a, in this room. Like this obesity <laughs> problem. Wait a minute. What? That's huh? oddly I'm sorry? specific. What? Um, it's, 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 it's not like it's just the poor that are drinking soda. Right. Correct. I, I think his point is, though, that <laughs> if it they have only less affects money, the poor, right? If, because, like, if, if you, Glenn Beck is going to buy whatever soda he wants, no matter yeah. how much the taxation is. But for someone who has a, a lower level of income, they may avoid it because of the taxation. I think that's such a great argument. The less they, ha- the less money they have, the, the more less the, damage they can do. Yes. Yeah, to themselves. Because they won't they're be able to buy food. 
yeah. with the money. Right. So they no. won't hurt themselves with the food they eat or intake but the, or drink. This is Pat po- Progressive Theory 101, right? Yes. Bloomberg knows better than them. They don't know what right. to buy for themselves. He has to make them buy the thing he wants them to buy. He and Elizabeth Warren so are the dangerous. same people. Yeah. They're, they're interchangeable. Yes. They're yes. the same people. This is a guy who, what, 10 years ago was supposedly a Republican 15 years ago, and then he was a an independent, and now he's just yeah. a, a communist. I mean, it's... <laughs> no, he's not. I don't think he is a dangerous communist. Dangerous people. I, I think he was replaced by a communist, but I don't think he is a communist. He is clearly a capitalist, but he is a progressive yeah. capitalist. Yes. He, yeah. is the, he is the icon of the progressive wing of the, uh, of the Republican Party. He's the, he's the ultimate. Now that John McCain is gone, he's the mm-hmm. ultimate. Mm-hmm. You know, he believes in all of the big government stuff. He just happens to fancy himself a Republican until it becomes unpopular. Is there anybody who is against Trump uh, getting rid of the credentials for Bloomberg reporters? Like, because I we've been critical of sometimes I think Trump gets too hypersensitive of what the media writes about him and he's banning no, his reporters. Right. Mm-hmm. But this one is clearly right. They have come out and mm-hmm. made a statement that they will not investigate any Democrats and they will only investigate Trump. Like, uh, how on earth can a news organization, Bloomberg, get away with that and maintain any level of credibility? I understand that he's the guy that owns the company and there's weird things there. And it makes sense, even, what would to they say, say you're not going to investigate Bloomberg or the Democrats. But you have to apply that also to Trump. What would they say if Murdoch were American and would run for president of the United States? Right. What would they say? They would say, you cannot have Fox. Yeah, it would be ridiculous. You know, it would be ridiculous to think that they would be fine with that. They'd be Here's, out of their minds over that. Out of their minds. This isn't Fox and, uh, and Murdoch. This is Bloomberg and Bloomberg News. Yeah. I mean, and, and they're already yeah. making that case. I know when I, I was called up into the office um, of Rupert Murdoch, the first talent, I am told by Roger Ailes, to ever been called up to Rupert Murdoch's office before. <laughs> and uh, he was nervous. And I was like, cool, I'm going to meet the guy. Hi, what's happening down under? Uh, and um, I sat there with him, and the first question he asked me was, are you running for president? And I knew what really? that was about. Yeah, about this. Yeah. Are you running for president? It was right after 828, and I said, no. What are you going to do with all this power? What power? You just called the largest group of people together as a private citizen. Roger and I spoke about it this morning. We cannot think of anybody who was a private citizen who has called that many people and had that many people come without an entity behind him. So who do you represent? What do you? And I'm like, I don't want any of that. I just thought we should all get together on the mall. <laughs> and they really didn't understand it. But, but the first question was important. Are you running for president? Because mm-hmm. you can't, Mike Huckabee, if he was running for president, he loses his show. Yeah. You can't do mm-hmm. that. How is it that, you know, anybody like Mike Huckabee is different than Michael Bloomberg? How well, can the guy who owns it Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, by the way, we're only going to investigate this. And how is it those journalists don't rebel? Go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me I'm I not can't. A- like, there's a big story about about Elizabeth Warren and we can't report we can't on it. Report- that basically, you're saying oh, all we can do is aggregate other people's reporting. We can't do any investigations. Like, 
if you're a journalist, you got into journalism to do investigations, and now it's you're like, up. well, you can just these people are off limits. Yeah. Remember the whole do not uh, the do not prosecute list we talked about in Ukraine that was so controversial. Like that's essentially what they've done. They've created a do not investigate list. How can you? Mm. How can it have any credibility? And a lot of this stuff just comes from the news organizations. Fox News fires those people not because uh, or, you know fires them, late, late, lets makes them leave their shows yeah. because they're running for president. Not because necessarily they have to on cable because they have the the they have standards. They're yeah. saying to themselves, "We we're not going to allow. We can't yeah, allow avoid you even the appearance." Yeah. What are they going to say mm-hmm. when Trump leaves office in twenty twenty eight? Just to screw with people. <laughs> I mean, Bloomberg went for three Wait, terms. Why not? Right. There you go. And he changed it. He changed um, the Constitution of New York City to do it. That's right. Uh, so when when Donald Trump leaves in twenty twenty four. And he starts the Trump television news network. Which is almost certainly going to happen. It's going to happen. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. Uh, what are they going to say? What are they going to say? Are they going to allow Trump's uh, reporters into the, uh, into the White House? Of course not. No. no of course no, they're not. They're going to ban all of them. No, they're not. Especially if Trump was running for president. Yep. Mm-hmm. You've got Bloomberg running for president and trump says i'm not letting him in i'm not letting his people in here no i think the- president west would allow them in you know president kanye west i think he'd, <laughs> he'd probably allow him. Yeah. yeah yeah well that's 2024 yeah, right. you know that's happening in 2024 so it'll be a whole new world when we have president west in office guys i actually thought adam west that's that when he said west that's I was How thinking, old am I? I know. I was thinking Wild Wild West. I was like, what? What is that? Was that Jim Gordon or what was that guy's name? I don't even think we should have an election. Just give the presidency to Kanye West. It's obviously going to some Kardashian. So let's just pick one. At least Kanye seems kind of Republican. <laughs> I mean, I mean Karda- Kardashian has to be the next president of the United States. And look, States. he's black. He has a relative that is transgender. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's got it all. He has everything. He's gonna he's gonna be do very well in the inter- intersectionality Olympics. Yeah, he'll be great. He'll be great. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. Can you afford to expand? Can you make that new hire? Launch the new ad campaign. How's revenue pacing against last year? Most companies don't have a clear picture of their financing. And uh, how do you make key decisions? I was in this position for a long time. Wait, we have all of these streams of going out and going in. Can I get them on one sheet? Can I get them on a dashboard, please? Because you are shooting blind. You either don't do it out of fear or you do it on gut, and it could be completely wrong. If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. Serious entrepreneurs and finance teams run on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud-based system. It offers a full picture of all of your finances all in one place in real time, right from your phone or your desktop. So there's no more guessing, no more worry about what you don't know could kill your company. It's NetSuite. It gives you the dashboard you need to make good business decisions. That's why NetSuite customers grow three times faster than the S&P 500. That's pretty remarkable. I want you to go to netsuite.com slash Beck right now and download your free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits. Do it now. Set up your free demo and get a free guide today at netsuite.com slash Beck. That's netsuite.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
Uh, very excited to have uh, Senator John Kennedy on uh, with us tomorrow. Uh, actually, today, tomorrow we have John F. Kennedy. Oh, wow. Which probably will be a bigger interview, I'm guessing. Uh, I think he's a Republican now. Oh, God, so, yes. Yeah. He's definitely <laughs> a Republican now. But we have uh, John Kennedy on with us. Uh, John is going through some problems right now with the press because um, he has been articulating, and I, I think um, with all deference to the senator because he's one of the only people trying to do it, um, he's been put into an almost impossible situation of trying to explain Hydra trying to explain what was really going on and the press is just trying to make this into a conspiracy theory two things can be true russia meddled in our election but so did ukraine and he is he is really the only one that i've seen articulating this and i'm i'm very disappointed in his uh, senate colleagues but we wanted to get him on and uh, and a give him some praise for for standing up and and speaking about the truth and also to see what he thinks the chances are of of the republicans actually going after this hydra um because it's this is what this is really all about and i'm so afraid this is just going to be swept under the rug and that's a problem for america it's a real problem because the state department will take this as see we can do anything we want as long as we institutionalize it, we control the president. And that is really, really bad. And it has nothing to do with um, the impeachment per se. It has everything to do with the system they set up and how the Democrats used that system to hurt him uh, in the election. That is all well documented. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a fact of a conspiracy I should say facts, because we've got stacks and stacks of documents to prove it. We talked to Senator John Kennedy about what the future is on impeachment when we come back. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Uh, we have uh, Senator uh, John Kennedy on with us. He is a Republican from uh, Louisiana. He is getting a lot of uh, fire from the media who they are trying to make. They're trying to do two things. They're trying to say that anything that the Democrats did in Ukraine is a conspiracy theory. It's not. We have massive files of documentation, much of it coming from FOIA requests, uh, in their own handwriting, with their own signatures, in their own words, we have videotape of them doing these things and even confessing to trying to throw our election. Uh, and the media is trying to make that a conspiracy theory. And they're trying to make it also that if you believe that, then you somehow or another don't believe that Russia was trying to do what it was trying to do. Forty-five. I told you in 2014 what Russia was going to do because they spelled it out. They they talked about disinformation campaigns. They talked about uh, infiltrating our in, in our internet and trying to throw our election. It's clear. Can't both of those things be true? We asked Senator John Kennedy that, and also, what's going to happen now? Uh, is this is any of this corruption going to be exposed? Because he seems to be one of the only ones in the Senate that is actually 
fairly on it. And so we uh, want to give him a little safe space to talk openly with us next. So what happens next with the impeachment process? Are the Republicans going to stand up and fight against this corruption? Is it just about making this all go away or is it about rooting out corruption? Because I think there is Matt, I don't think I know there is massive corruption and the State Department the uh, former president, Hillary Clinton, George Soros, they're all involved in this. And it's not a conspiracy theory. There's a difference. Conspiracy theory is, you know, what this kind of looks like is. But once you have the documents, once you have the videotapes, once you have everything to back it up, it's no longer a theory. It's just a conspiracy. It's a fact. Are we going to go that direction? Are we willing to actually root out corruption? What will the Republicans do? Senator from Louisiana, John Kennedy, who is under fire now for conspiracy theories, joins us in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, if you missed the Black uh, the Blinds.com Black Friday sale, don't worry. They have just ex- extended their offer. Now through December 4th, visit Blinds.com for really great deals. Half off of all brand new blinds, shades, plantation shutters, and more. Now, maybe you need to spruce up your home office. Maybe you need to have, uh, you know, the living room renovated. Maybe it's just time to get brand new window coverings for the entire house. In any case, Blinds.com has you covered. Every order gets free shipping, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Mean, it means that you're going to be satisfied. Whatever the problem is, don't worry about it. You're covered. Even if you mismeasure accidentally, they'll remake them for free. Go to Blinds.com now through December 4th for huge Cyber Monday savings, even though it's Tuesday. Uh, get up to 50% off all blinds, shades, and shutters, plus an extra $20 off with the promo code BACK. That's up to 50% off absolutely everything and an extra $20 off at blinds.com, promo code BACK. Rules and restrictions do apply. We have, from the great state of Louisiana, not a great, not as great as Texas, but still pretty great, uh, we have Senator John Kennedy joining us now. Hello, Senator. How are you, sir? Glenn, I am well. And and let me tell you, Texas, you mentioned Texas. Texas is right next door to Louisiana. Yeah. We love Texas. Texas is five and a half times bigger than we are, but Louisiana's ten and a half times more interesting. <laughs> well, let's not start anything here. Uh, let's just, because we, we want to part friends. Um, uh, <laughs> Senator, you are, uh, you are being lambasted in the press now uh, as a conspiracy theorist. And let me, let me start with this Question. Can these two statements be true? Russia tried to cause chaos by trying to hack into our election systems, spread disinformation online by taking extreme positions on both sides and hacked the DNC computer. That's statement number one. Can it can it also be true that the Ukrainians 
were convinced that Hillary Clinton would be better for their country. They were involved in gathering evidence against Donald Trump and his surrogates to assist a Hillary Clinton win. In collusion with the DNC, members of the State Department, our embassies, and the Anti-Corruption Bureau in Ukraine. Are those two statements true? Yes. Okay. Um, and and you, you stated the propositions very eloquently. I was asked, Glenn, on a show, several in fact, was it Russia or Ukraine who tried to influence the U.S. election? And I said both. And they said, what's your basis for saying Ukraine? And I referred them to articles, op-ed pieces, and long investigatory articles in Politico, in the Financial Times, in The Hill, in The Washington Examiner, on CBS News, in The Economist, Bloomberg News and New York Times. For example, the headline in Politico, January 2017, quote, Ukraine efforts to sabotage Trump backfire. The Financial Times, August of 2016. The, the headline was, quote, Ukraine's leaders campaign against Trump, close quote. Uh, third, this is an op-ed piece written in the Hill by the Ukrainian ambassador to the United States. This is the headline to his op-ed piece, the Ukrainian ambassador, not the Hill. Quote, Trump's, Trump's comments send wrong message to the world. And I could go on. Um, now, did Ukraine... Uh, try to influence our election in as sophisticated a manner as Russia? No, mm -hmm. Russia is the master. Mm -hmm. um, Russia is a, a third world country, but it has great spies, great cyber skills, and nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. But the two are not mutually exclusive. And I, I mean, just from the reporting, I don't believe these are all reputable uh, members of the media. Uh, their lawyers aren't going to let them print lies, um, mm. and I don't think it's fake news. So, um, Senator, may I um, may I direct you to glennbeck.com, where we have laid this all out, and I'm not using other people's reporting. Uh, I have the direct evidence in their own words from State Department documents, from DNC documents. Uh, we have payments. We have videotape of them admitting to this. Um, we have the court documents out of Ukraine. We have the official documents. And it is so uh, outrageous that the press is saying that these are conspiracy theories, et cetera, et cetera. It, the, you know, reporters can spin. Reporters can do whatever they want. Documents do not lie. And the documents outline all of it. And it's all in their own words. When you look at uh, Cheramella, uh, who is possibly the whistleblower, his fingers are all over all of that. This is why Donald Trump blew a hole in a wall and he was a hand grenade. And he and Rudy Giuliani went off and they blew a hole in the wall that exposed all of this stuff that was going behind the scenes in Ukraine. And... Our former administration, Clinton, and the State Department, 
and members of our intelligence community were all involved. And we have the documents. The question is, will the Senate actually take this on? Or are we just going to, you know, defend against Trump and not expose the exact corruption that I think is poison to the republic? Fair question, Glenn. The answer is, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm labor. I'm not management in the Senate. I'm not a committee chairman. Um, I will tell you that, I've, as you alluded to, I've gotten a lot of uh, pushback from my Democratic friends mm-hmm. about my statement that both you, Russia and Ukraine tried to influence the election. I think they're worried somehow that admitting that Ukraine tried to influence the election would sometime, somehow hurt their impeachment uh, proceedings against the president. I don't understand that. I mean, I think most fair-minded people recognize that the Ukrainian government in the past, not the people, but the government um, under President uh, Poroshenko and President um, Yanukovych, the governments are and were organically and historically corrupt. Um, and I think that's been, been, uh, been well documented. It has been, and we exploited, when I say we, the Democratic Party and the former administration exploited uh, that corruption. And it is, it is vital that that is exposed. If it is not the State Department is going to know from here on till the end of time, they run the show and they can do whatever they want. It also will um, institutionalize the kinds of things that the Democratic Party was doing in Ukraine to try to thwart our election. Look, if Donald Trump uh, would have been found as coordinating or in collusion with the Russians, I would have been for impeachment on him. But he wasn't. They didn't find that evidence. But that evidence is available in documents, in court documents. Two people were were uh, uh, were uh, uh, tried and convicted in Ukrainian court. Two people for interfering in our election to try to help Hillary Clinton win. If we don't get a handle on this, our elections and the 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 the, the whole system is in question. I don't care who goes to jail. I want a fair election system. Well, you are correct. There was a federal uh, district court in Kiev in December of 2018, which ruled that uh, senior Ukrainian officials did meddle, did try to influence the presidential election in the United States. And here's the headline from the article in the Bloomberg News reporting it. Quote, Ukrainian officials meddled in 2016 election by leaking secret Manafort ledger, court says, end Mm -hmm. quote. Yes. Now, I, I didn't make this up. And in fact, Bloomberg News is only reporting what a Ukrainian court did. Now, my Democratic friends say Dr. Hill, who testified in President Trump's impeachment proceedings in the House, says this is all Russian propaganda. 
<laughs> and my response to that is, well, first, I, I don't think Politico and the Financial Times and the Hill Magazine and the Washington Examiner and Bloomberg News are, are agents for uh, Vladimir Putin, who's a thug. I don't believe that. And secondly, Dr. Hill is certainly entitled to her opinion. I'm just saying I don't believe these articles by reputable uh, members of the media, uh, by reputable reporters. I don't think they're fake news. And, you know, their lawyers aren't going to let them print lies. I know that much. Senator, I, I, I know you have to run. We have to let you go. But uh, I, uh, I wish you all the best, and I pray literally every night for spines to be found uh, in Congress and in the Senate because what you are talking about uh, is is institutionalized and metastasized, and it must be cut out. It is a cancer to our system, and I'm I'm hoping that uh, this is when it gets to the Senate, we actually have a trial about the truth, and we call these people to uh, to answer for the lies that we have seen now in this impeachment hearing. Glenn, a very wise person told me yesterday in a phone call, calling, he called to say, uh, keep telling the truth. He said, uh, leaders are, he said, people don't follow leaders. They follow courage. And uh, that meant a lot to me. And I think it's true. Senator, uh, keep speaking the truth. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you, Glenn. You Thanks bet. for having me. You bet. Bye-bye. All right. American Financing is our uh, sponsor. I want to talk to you about your mortgage just for a minute. If um, if you're getting a new mortgage, are you sure you're getting the best deal? Truth is, you probably don't know that answer. One of the questions that we always think is, I should find out about that. But then we never really follow up on it. If you've heard me talk about American Financing, uh, you know the drill. It takes 10 minutes Now, that's not much time to take to make sure you're getting the best deal, especially when that 10 minutes might end up saving you $500 to $1,000 a month. At that point, the question really isn't, you know, shouldn't I give them a call? Can I afford not to call them? Get a free mortgage review from American Financing today. Set that 10 minutes aside. Have a chat with their salary-based mortgage consultants that work for you, not the bank. You can thank me later, if ever. American Financing, a mortgage company for everybody. Doesn't matter where you are in the process, they can help. It's worth 10 minutes of your time to find out if you could be saving $500 to $1,000 every single month. Call American Financing now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We break for 10 seconds, station ID. I don't, I'm so frustrated because, uh, and I'm not frustrated, I think, with the senators or the congressmen. I, I'm frustrated with their staff. Where, where is the staff around these people? Where, well, I mean, I will say he, you know, look. Kennedy no, he was knew, good. He knew the yeah, story. He, he knew about the arrest. He knew the details. He yep, knew the arguments yep, yep. against it. Yep. I mean, he was well-versed in, right. in a lot of this. But where's the staff of, you know, the the other senators? Where are they? Why why is the Senate so quiet on this? 
I mean, quite honestly, when you know all the details, it doesn't impeachment doesn't even matter anymore. What you need to do is open up a hearing on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What was this impeachment thing? Who are all these people? Who was what was what was pulling what string here? What was leading anything? Because I'm I'm not convinced. Now, this is my this is my opinion, but I'm not convinced this has anything to do with Donald Trump, per se, at the highest level. This is just the 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 red meat that makes it able to uh, be chewed on. But they are trying to send a message. We control policy. State Department, the intelligence community, we control policy, not the president. And this is extraordinarily dangerous, especially when you have people making millions and millions of dollars off of it who are in high positions. You have massive corruption here. And I don't know why the Senate isn't outraged. Well, I mean, they have their chance to be outraged. Maybe they're just waiting for the process to play out, right? They're going to have a, a trial. Uh, if the if the impeachment goes forward, as kind of everybody expects, either by the end of the year or early next year, and then the Senate will have a chance to come out and, and do this. You know, there's a report today that that Trump read the uh, Republican memo on this yeah. and is now like, look, just dismiss the whole thing. Don't. I don't believe that. I don't think he's going to do that. I think that the trial is good for him. Let's get trial this stuff is out great there. Great for him if mm-hmm. everybody wants it exposed. Right. But I think this is the kind of this is I mean, this is every spy movie. This this corruption is so deep and so high up that this is when everything just disappears. The good guy thinks he's going to win and all of a sudden it just goes away and you only get the lower level people and those other people just kind of shape shift and move away. That's that's where we could be if this trial in the Senate does not expose all of this stuff. This yeah, is I very mean, dangerous. It has to. And honestly, it's hard to imagine the Republicans not at least going down this road a little bit. I mean, this is this is the defense, right? This is you have to convince the American people that this call and the actions taken around the call with Ukraine were taken for a good reason. And you heard Senator Kennedy lay out a good chunk of that uh, good reason. You've obviously gone into much more depth on, on the TV show, multiple specials about it. But if you don't say that it was for a good reason, you have no defense. So you have to give that reason. The, the Hunter Biden thing isn't just a political uh, attack. Mm-mm. It's about showing that there was legitimate reason... For the president of the United States to withhold this money because he believed corruption was real. Uh, that is really the standard we're talking about here. And if they don't present that case, then there's no way to defend it. I mean, because if you just take it off on the surface, I mean, the guy's last name is the guy who is the same last name as the person who's leading the field on the opposition. Yeah. That's how the American people are going to hear this unless they hear the real reasons this was important. So if the Senate doesn't want... Uh, if the Senate wants to be a, a minority party without the White House then, for Republicans, then they will just let this thing slide and not do anything. It, I mean, just from their own political survival, if this guy gets impeached and thrown out of office, they've got no chance. They're going to have 40 senators and they're going to have no White House and no House. 
and they're not going to get anything done for years and years and years and years. So you better step up and make a defense of this. And, 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 and show not even that a defense. Was. Go on the offense. Yeah, yeah. Go on the offense. Stu, last night on the TV show, we showed you the connections again that keep growing every single day. Mm-hmm. We keep finding more and more connections and more and more documents that prove our case. Go on the offense. Yeah. This whole Russia investigation, the way they went after Donald Trump, was a setup. That doesn't mean that Russia wasn't doing stuff. But the but the all of the accusations around that with him were fueled from the Ukrainian disaster by the the DNC. And they were all connected to the DNC with Chalupa and Hillary Clinton and the State Department. And then others were making money by being as corrupt as Ukraine. In fact, we were exploiting their corrupt system. I feel really bad for Ukraine. I really do. I mean, they never seem to have uh, a chance to have somebody not put their 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 boot on the Ukrainian neck. We just came in and we did the same thing the Repo- the, uh, the the Russians were doing. You're going to do it our way. You're going to answer to us, and we're going to bilk you of billions of dollars while we do it. This is this must be covered. Must be covered. And. Uh, as every day goes by, I'm more and more convinced the Republicans are absolutely spineless and won't do it. All right, let's talk about something happy when we when we come back. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Christmas is on its way. That means presents are on the way, too. That means gift giving. You have to come up with a great gift. I have a great gift for you. It's Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks. You go to omahasteaks.com, you enter the promo code back, and you order their favorite gift package. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Steaks are the most tender. That You, you can cut them with your fork. They have the most flavor. Um, and if you order now, you're going to get four six-ounce bacon-wrapped filet mignons. You'll also get four savory premium pork chops, four Omaha steak burgers, four perfectly browned potatoes au gratin, four made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets, and an Omaha steak signature seasoning packet, plus six-piece cutlery set and a cutting board. And it's all for $69.99. That's crazy. What a great gift this is. Go there now, omahasteaks.com. Type in Beck in the search bar. Make sure you type in Beck in the search bar. That's where you'll find this offer. It's omahasteaks.com. Search bar Beck. This Saturday, December 7th, Glenn Beck in Salt Lake City, Utah. A few tickets just opened up. Get them at glenbeck.com slash Christmas. All the details are there. I'm very excited uh, to uh, announce our next restoring event, which I believe I will be doing Thursday. Oh, things could change. That's big news. Well, 
That's very big news. I didn't. Well, it's news it's, I was not aware of. Well, I'm it's excited. because I'm just speaking it into existence. Oh, that's always wise. Yeah, but always. it may not. I will tell you, it may not happen uh, because uh, this is an, an extraordinarily uh, difficult place to pull this off. Uh, and so we just want to make sure that it's in the Ukraine. In, now you've blown it in, in right Chernobyl. by Chernobyl. It's in, it's it's in Pripyat. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. inside the dome. Yeah, which you is know. and people are saying, "Oh, Glenn, you can't do it. You can't have a giant event for a lot of people inside the nuclear fallout." So whatever, whatever, just speak it into existence. Yeah, so we're gonna do that. So it actually uh, might be easier to get that venue than what you're I, trying to pull off. So. I, I think yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been working on this for a very long time, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully Thursday we will announce it. If not, within a few days. Uh, but we just want to make sure that everything is buttoned up, uh, and uh, uh, and we should have that done. A few, a few Ukrainians still left to bribe. And if we don't do it, I'm just going to announce it to the audience in in uh, in Salt Lake City because I've got a there's a two million dollar non disclosure agreement that everybody in the audience has to sign. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they know so. that? Nah, they're going to be fine with yeah, it. Yeah, springing on them on the way in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No big deal. So, that, I mean, this that's... is this weekend, by the way, uh, Saturday. Yeah. You're going to be in Salt mm-hmm. Lake City. Mm-hmm. There's a few tickets that have opened up, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. holds and such, mm-hmm. so you can go mm-hmm. if you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get online right now, go to glenbeck.com and get mm-hmm. your tickets. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's still a few left, so uh, get them now, I would say. <laughs> if you want to go to this thing, I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't wait to buy them at the door. Uh, get them now. Glenbeck.com is the place to go for that. Uh, and it's going to be I've uh, seen portions of uh, what you're going to be doing here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I wait the fallout from your family disintegrating. I think uh, it's going to be uh, really fun to watch. Yeah, thank you, like very I, much. you thank know, you. I, I don't you have know, any personal interest in it. So it's great. Just entertainment for me. You know, what's so interesting uh, to me is you can tell new staff members all the time. OK, uh, you can tell them when they come on, you can tell them all the time. All this work you're doing. Probably not going to be used. Oh yeah, that's that's the that's the way we do things around here. Yeah. What you do is you invest a lot of your time, like away from your family. You know, yeah. your kids grow up. You don't really know them. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. really have a good connection yeah. with them. Uh, they don't. Yeah. They don't know who you are. They don't right. recognize you when you walk in the house. They think right. you're an intruder. Right. Um. And all of that was to to, to usually work towards a goal uh-huh. of a big event of some sort. Uh-huh. Uh And that all that work gets poured into the event, mm-hmm. and then a few moments. Before the event starts, you throw it all out and do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, I told everybody that was working on this. In fact, I said this before I went on, you know, vacation for the holiday. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't put a lot of thought into, you know, finishing up all of this because I'm just feeling that I'm just going to go a different way. And they were like, (laughs) wait, what? I mean, we have all this stuff produced. And I'm like, yeah. You're just agonizing. I know. So uh, I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to be doing on stage, but I know this, it will be spontaneous and fun. Uh, and it will be about, uh, it'll be about Christmas. Uh, so you don't want to miss it. Mm. You don't want to miss it. Yep. Glenbeck.com is a place to go. Glenbeck.com slash Christmas, I believe is the address. Yes. So let me, um, let me go over Prince Andrew here for a second, which I don't like doing. It's like talking about Joe Biden's hairy legs. I don't want to go over Prince Andrew. Uh, but why is Prince Andrew the only one that is going to be stuck out on this? Why is, why is it the royal family is beheading this guy? And I think rightly so. If, if all of this is true, I think rightfully so. 
but he is, I mean, he is, he's being punished hard for this. And I think more punishment is coming his way. But was he the only guy? Well, I mean, I think the answer to that, that is, is no. clear and it's no. Right. Now, whether he, it certainly seems mm-hmm. like Prince Andrew uh, was down to some things he shouldn't have been doing. It seems it would be incredibly horrible luck that he just happened to wrap his arm around a 17-year-old who was being uh, routinely and systematically abused by the Epsteins uh, and, you know, uh, and associates. And he just, he just got unlucky, just wrapped his arm around that happened to be 17-year-old's midriff. And it just happens. Sometimes you, you got your fingers on, on a midriff of a 17-year-old and, oh, man, it just occurs. You know, I mean, I guess that's his defense other than the, well, it was photoshopped, which is the <laughs> least believable insane. thing in the universe. Did you hear her last night? Did you hear this girl uh, last night on, on BBC One? I didn't. I didn't hear the interview. I knew uh, she was uh, oh, she, is, she was being uh, interviewed. She is so credible. Her story is just terrible. And, and, and Chad Prather talked about it a little bit yesterday. By the way, we should talk about that. Uh, Prather, uh, Chad Prather has a three-part, I believe he did a, an afterword as well, um, on the Epstein special. You should go to uh, uh, Chad Prather on Blaze TV or on YouTube or on the podcast and, and listen to the special because he goes into the, you know, it's not everyone's talking about the suicide uh, or not lack of it, but the the background of of Epstein is incredible and, and Chad goes into it in, in in real detail. Nobody's really talking about this ranch that he that he built. The ranch thing is really weird. Yeah, in New um, Mexico. Yeah, and like it's it's surrounded by the gov- by the governor's land. Who, by the way, the King Ranch, not to be confused with the King Ranch here in, in Texas, but the King Ranch is responsible for a lot of America's corn. And so is is that what's stopping investigations on that? This, this thing was apparently, uh, you know, ground zero for he, pedophilia. Well, he, I, he definitely wanted to do something big with it, too. Well, we he don't was know all, exactly what happened there. I know he... He did bring people to, I believe, his first victim. He took to um, uh, a ranch. Uh, she was a an artist, if I'm not mistaken, right? An artist uh, who was underage. That was in Ohio. That was in Ohio. Yeah, that was yeah, a yeah. different, yeah, totally different, different ranch. Yeah. But he was known for this type of behavior where he would get isolated locations. Uh, obviously, the the island being probably the most famous one, but there was a ranch there. Uh, also, the the ranch in New Mexico where he would do all sorts of things. Um, and, and, you know, you, there's a level of, of investigation that needs to happen to flesh out all of these different locations, because all the stuff we know really about Epstein with concrete detail is from Miami. We know that he, there are lots of stuff that the, even the island stuff, we're not really sure what went on there. We're not even really sure what, what happened in New York in extreme detail and New Mexico and Ohio are. Or other locations where we know things happened, we don't know all the details about it. Miami is really the only one that has had the legitimate big investigation, legitimate reporting, real uh, criminal action. And I don't think this story being swept under the rug uh, is any different than the Ukrainian story. It's the same people. Mm -hmm. It's the same very, very powerful collection of people that have the media silent either because uh, I don't want to hurt them or silent because they'll sue the crap out of us. 
and they have protectors all up and down the line. Yeah. Are you watching, um, uh, have you watched the morning show yet? Oh, that's the Apple TV yeah. Plus thing? Yeah. No, I, I, I don't have it yet. I, I, don't, I haven't purchased it yet. I can't recommend that show higher. Really? Yeah, it is. That's a great cast. Anna, Jennifer Aniston's in it, but Steve Carell is oh, in yeah. it. I mean, it's a... And our good friend, uh, what's his name, the director? Um, anyway, he plays the he plays the uh, executive producer of the show. He's great in it. Hmm. Um, anyway, these uh, it's a great show, but it is taking these things on. Is it Mark Duplass? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, he's great. Um, so uh, it's taking this on. It is talking about... Um, you know, what really is Me Too, but in a very entertaining and not a preachy way and and in a way you've never seen it before. Because mm. nobody, I, I'm convinced no one but Apple, which is completely outside of the, you know, Hollywood and the news ecosphere, you know, I'm convinced they're the only ones that could take this on because everybody else has a skeleton in their closet. And so they're they're talking about the Me Too thing and who's protected and who's not, who knew, who didn't, what do we cover, when do we cover it, how do we cover it? I mean, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. Yeah, I have to watch it. You've been you've been it's, really. It's great. It is really this. one of the best shows on television. And I, it's surprising, honestly. I, I mean, with the, with the cast that they have, it would be nothing. Yeah, it would be a very traditional, we swear all men are evil type of look at this. And it's kind of like more nuanced than that and more. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. there were times that I'm like, yes. I mean, it's amazing. It is amazing. By the time you get to the third, fourth episode, you're seeing stuff that you thought, but nobody has said in public. Hmm. I, I just think it's, I think it's remarkable. And I have absolutely no idea where it's going to go. I mean, I, I just I haven't seen anything like this on television. I have no idea what's going to happen even to the central, the Jennifer Aniston character. Pretty sure she's not going to, you know, be fired or be lost off the cast. But this last episode, I was I thought there's a chance of that. I mean, I have no idea. That's really rare in television. It is really rare. Yeah. You know, I will say, and we were talking about Epstein. I also had no idea what was going to happen to Steven Crowder last week during his Epstein special. When he simulated the uh, the potential suicide of Jeffrey Epstein inside the cell in an evil Knievel outfit uh, <laughs> to make sure that you understood it was a stunt and uh, it was very dangerous, right? And uh, to put the uh, the correct amount of pressure needed to break all the bones in his neck, uh, it made. Did he use a paper sheet? Uh, he, no, he did not use it. He used a real sheet. Mm -hmm. uh, and he had to angle himself um, in a way that it would not have been possible for Jeffrey Epstein to do. Why? Well, he needed assistance. Uh, <laughs> as is, you need to watch this. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. Uh, I haven't seen it. But he has the whole recreation of it. And, and you, <laughs> I mean, it, he is wearing a neck brace. So, he, you know, he's protected, but he, he had measurements, like legitimate scientific measurements of of how much pressure had to be put on the neck for this to occur. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see that. And it was it was very funny, but also uh, like you look at it and you're just like, it just seems really unlikely. Though, you know, the evidence on the other side, I mean, they say that the, the, the cameras 
this you know a lot of talks have been about the cameras were out mm-hmm. well but the cameras of the area weren't out and they show no one going into this vicinity now have what you is not seen mission impossible well, they I put mean, a little mirror up there, a picture of it. That's what happens all the time. That's what happens all the time. Yeah, that's right. All yeah. the time. I mean, and again, we haven't seen the video. We're just taking mm-hmm. their word for it. Like, is it down a hallway? Could there have been someone from another angle? Could have been another person from another cell that was able to. I mean, there's a million different reasons as as to why this could occur. But uh, you know, him starting from a kneeling position, which is what they say happened, and him hanging himself with his sheet from the top bunk. I will say didn't look likely when 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 seeing it acted out did not seem like it, it's what happened. There's a lot going on in the blaze. Yeah. You just don't want to miss. Steven Crowder is found on the blaze. You get uh, I think is it tomorrow or the next day. Um, my interview with Nikki Haley, which is uh, really good, really good. If you think you've seen an interview with Nikki Haley, think again uh, a lot in that interview. And you'll be able to see that as a blaze subscriber on Thursday, it will be made public uh, for everybody else on Saturday. But you get all the access up front. Don't miss a thing, including the 5 o'clock show, which tonight is um, is going to be about the protocols of Zion and Mr. Soros and the impeachment and all of the trial, all of the stuff that is being said about conspiracy, um, protocols of Zion. It's all anti-Semitic. If you c- criticize George Soros, it's all nonsense. Tonight, I expose that and uh, tell you exactly what's going on. You don't want to miss it. Five o'clock. Join us at the blaze tv.com slash Glenn. That's ba- blaze tv.com slash Glenn promo code Glenn and you're going to save 10 bucks. All right. I am really excited to tell you about rec tech. Rectech is this amazing grill. This is smart grilling technology. Now, I have been, as you know, if you've been listening, I've been trying to do things with my son, and my son and I have talked about doing grilling uh, on the weekend for Sundays, and uh, we want to do that together because every every guy needs to know how to be able to grill, uh, and I'm not really that good at it. Well. The Rectech is a smart device. You can bake, smoke, sear, or grill, all with a touch of a button. You can control it from your phone from anywhere. It uses 100% real wood. That sounds like crap to me because I don't want to be in there with real wood. These are the pellets. But the pellets are the ones that are going to give it the real smoky flavor. So you can, you know, it used to be... You go for gas, and gas is going to be great because then, you know, it's convenient. Rectech has broken down that barrier. No more messy charcoal. No more flavorless propane. Rectech, the grill, is going to help you cook like a pro right out of the box. Uh, When I first saw the Rectech grill compared to others, it's about 80 pounds heavier than the nearest competitor. And they're the same size. Rectech is built to last. It is built from really great steel. You're going to love this thing. Do your research. People in the know choose Rectech. Rectech is far and away the best bang for your buck. Check it out now. Rectech, built by grillers for grillers. Go to rectechgrills.com. That's R E C T E C grills with an S dot com.
Uh, welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. Hillary Clinton still considering running. Uh, I don't think she is. I don't even think this this the, we we love to keep this alive, but there's no there's not she's not running. She's not right. I mean, there's no <laughs> the, but reason. Notice, notice you no, say. I know, I notice you say, right? Right? She's right? Not. Right? I mean, Bloomberg coming in this late has at least a theoretical chance because he can spend multiple billions of dollars. This is not where Hillary is at this point. Hillary has no support from her own party. They, they don't want her doing this. From her own family. Right. She. The only way Hillary Clinton is running for president, in my view, is a... Like a Biden wins and then has to drop out of the race in like October, and they just slide in a Hillary who's like ready to go and they give it a whirl. That's to me the only chance that's actually happening. You're listening to Glenn Beck. You know, it's interesting because I look at my uh, statistics on uh, Instagram and I see that my posts, you either have to come to me for them uh, or you have directly signed up to receive mine. Mine are never, never found in any other way. It is incredible how these uh, corporations have just silenced us um, and they get away with it all the time, all the time. All right. Uh, We have coming up in just a second some breaking news. Justin Haskins uh, is joining us. He's with the Heartland uh, Foundation, and they have just done a new extensive survey on likely voters about free speech, socialism, Sanders and Warren. Mm. Not necessarily good news for the republic. Uh, We have those exclusive results of this poll. He will announce them uh, on this program in just a couple of minutes. Stand by. There's been a new survey that has been done by the Heartland uh, uh, Foundation, and it is, it's fascinating. The question is, should you be allowed to say things in public that some might find hurtful or offensive? And if not, what should be done if you just go ahead and say them? Should you go to jail? Should there be some sort of penalty? Wait until you see the latest survey, Yes, from America, in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You've heard me talk about uh, Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Mike is the inventor of MyPillow, and his pillow gives me a great night's sleep every night. He continues uh, to come up with new and amazing products from pillows to towels to sheets. His sheets are absolutely the best they're ultra soft they're breathable they're extremely durable they're the giza dream sheets and right now he's running a special on it buy one set and get one free plus free shipping with promo code back remember all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee 
You're not going to want to send these back. They are so great. So great. Giza Dream Sheets. You can find these and other specials right now. If you just go to MyPillow.com, you click on the new radio listener specials. You buy one pair of Giza Dream Sheets, and you're going to get the second one uh, free plus free shipping. Deep discounts also on all other MyPillow products. Just go to MyPillow.com. Dot com mypillow.com make sure you enter the promo code back at 800-966-3117 or mypillow.com promo code back We have the one, the only, Justin Haskins uh, on with us. Hello, Justin. Hi, Glenn. How you doing? I'm, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. You're the editorial director of the Heartland Institute, which I absolutely love. You guys have done uh, so much to fight um, many things, but in, in lately, you're really focusing on the fight against socialism. You just did a new Rasmussen uh, uh, study on likely voters. Can you can you take us through this? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it, it was a poll conducted in uh, middle of no- November, November 13th and 14th, 1,000 likely voters. And we asked them a variety of questions about um, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, uh, some questions about socialism, and then some questions about free speech. Um, And I think that the most important, interesting question was about free speech, free speech rights. Um, It was, should federal or state governments ban speech that a majority of Americans believes to be offensive, including speech considered to be racist or sexist? That's exact wording that we gave uh, to to the respondents. And the results were a quarter of, of likely voters said, yes, we should ban speech. Governments should ban that speech. And among varying groups based on age, 37% of younger people said yes to that question. That was the highest of any demographic uh, based on age. And 42% of government employees, which this might be the most interesting part of the survey, said yes to that question. So 42% of government government employees that we surveyed said that we should ban speech that a majority of people think is offensive. That makes total sense to me. It makes sense to you? It makes absolute sense to me, especially when you think of this as a national survey, right? We're not polling people who are in Washington, D.C., so, so we're polling government workers across the country. Well, who are most government workers in most parts of the country? Well, they're teachers, uh, and I think that that's why you're seeing this, this very far-left view of free speech. But it's, it's incredibly disturbing when you, when you realize that most of these people are probably your local government workers. You're probably mostly public school teachers. So let me go through some of this because I think it's it's odd. Uh, which is better, a free market economic system or socialism? Sixty nine percent, which is you know good for today, I guess. Sixty nine percent said a free market economic system. Twelve percent said socialism, and eighteen percent said not sure. Okay. That's right. Would you vote for a presidential candidate who identifies him or herself as a socialist? 26% said yes. There's only 12% that would identify as a socialist. 26% said yes. 50% said no. 24% said not sure. Not where I'd like it, but not horrible, if you will. 
Um, do you have favorable, somewhat favorable, somewhat unfavorable or very unfavorable impressions of Bernie Sanders? 18% very favorable, 29% somewhat favorable, uh, 17 somewhat unfavorable, 31 uh, very unfavorable, and 5 not sure. What do, they, what do any of these numbers taken together begin to tell you? Anything? Yeah, I think that the most important thing uh, in the numbers that you just mentioned is that really a large percentage of Americans, uh, even people who identified as Democrats, um, in our crosstabs, we found that it's basically one in three Democrats said that they do not they would not vote for a socialist candidate. Um, I don't know if Donald Trump is listening, but this might be helpful information in 2020, yeah. because if you can classify people as a socialist, if you can if you can show Americans that what Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and other people are proposing out there is socialist, is socialist policies, then I think most Americans are going to reject it. Uh, one of the really interesting things that we found in the data is that 20%, about 20% of both Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warner, uh, uh, Elizabeth uh, Warner's own supporters said that they would not vote for a socialist candidate. We're talking about the, the, mo the people who had the highest favorability view of Bernie Sanders said that they would not vote for a socialist candidate for president. Well, that's, that's really interesting. Do they not realize that Bernie Sanders is a socialist? I mean, do they not know that that's who they're that they're supporting? And I mean, I think that that tells you that a lot of people are very confused about what they're hearing from people like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Do you support legislation that would ban private ownership of assault rifles? Forty nine percent said yes. Forty three percent said no. And only eight percent are not sure. Yeah, very, very disturbing, um, I think. I think that the, the, the not just the assault rifle question, but also the question that we asked about the Second Amendment. Do you support um, repealing order, do you support repealing the Second Amendment, which currently guarantees America's right to bear arms? Twenty four percent said yes. Ten percent said not sure. Sixty six percent said no. That's right. And a third of 18 to 39 year olds. Um, a third, 33 percent, said that they would support banning the Second Amendment. So uh, it's 24 percent overall of all likely voters, but 33 percent of younger people. So over time, this is going to get is only going to become a bigger problem. And, and about a third, by the way, of Democrats said that they support repealing the Second Amendment. So I think we have a lot of work to do, Glenn, <laughs> teaching yeah. people about the importance of the Second Amendment and what it really means. Well, it's what's um, what's frightening is this. Also this is showing the the deterioration of the Bill of Rights, the First Amendment and the Second Amendment. You lose those, you lose everything else. Yeah, without question. And I think it goes all the way back to what we talked about earlier in the conversation when we were saying that uh, there's such a high support for socialism amongst government workers. And most of those government workers are teachers. What are they teaching our kids? Yeah, They're teaching our kids that the Second Amendment is awful and that it should be repealed. They're teaching our kids that hate speech, that things that are considered to be offensive speech should not be allowed in a free society. They are, they are teaching our kids to reject the Constitution, to reject the Bill of Rights, to reject individual liberty. And that's why I think you're seeing younger people support these socialist policies at a much higher rate than you're seeing older people. 
So I just want to give, I just want to restate these. 46% of those who identified as working for the government, you say it's mainly teachers, support legislation that would ban private ownership of assault rifles. Only 43% of independents and 32% of Republicans say they support legislation that would ban private ownership of assault-style rifles. 32% of Republicans would? Well, you got to remember that that I think that that's pretty accurate. These are likely voters. I think that that's a reflection of what's been going on with the media and the fact that media has been banging this drum for a very long time and that most people still don't really understand what assault rifles are. Uh, Support amongst Republicans for repealing the Second Amendment uh, was pretty low. Um, so I think that's a positive. But I, I think that people don't understand what socialism is. I don't think they understand what assault rifles are. I don't think that they understand what rights are. Um, what rights are. Yeah. Right. I think fundamentally they do not understand the importance of freedom. I think that's what this shows predominantly. And that's where we need to focus our attention. And I think it's worse with younger people than with older people. It's worth, worse with Democrats than with Republicans. It's even worse with Bernie Sanders supporters and Elizabeth Warren supporters, but it's, it's not good all across the board. We have to start with foundational core principles and work our way up from there. How, how do you do that, Justin? I mean, I know this is what you do for a living at the Heartland Institute. This is what you do for a living. How do you do that? How do we turn this that... around when it's, it's our, it is institutionalized in our educational system from birth to graduation right so the two things i think the two most important ways to battle uh these problems to fight against socialism number one you absolutely every single parent every single grandparent aunt uncle friend family member who's concerned about this issue needs to talk to younger people about these issues they need to teach kids while they're in the school system before they get into the public school system basic core concepts about individual rights and respecting other people's rights. That's number one. We have to take that seriously. Number two, we need to get, we need to break the stranglehold that the government has on public education. And we, and the only way to do that is with school choice. There are universal school choice ideas that have been out there for a very long time, universal education, savings accounts, programs, et cetera. We don't have them even in the most conservative states. Why don't we have that in states like Texas and Alabama and places where you Republicans have, have been in charge for a long time? We don't have it there either. It is shocking to me how bad Texas is. You know, I lived here in the 80s, and Texas was a different place in the 80s compared to what it is now. It has drifted far. Um, Texas, you know, has very powerful unions and teachers. You know, the Teachers uh, Federation here is very, very strong. They have they have taken over our schools and nobody wants to do anything about it, at least in the upper yeah. levels. You're right. And it's it's not just in Texas. It's all across oh, I know. the country. It's, it, the most conservative states in the country, the teachers unions are still the most powerful political organization in, at the state level in many cases, but especially at the local level. I mean, the lo- at the local level, teachers dominate virtually every election. They decide who is going to be put in control of school boards and local elections for for city council and things like that's mostly decided by teachers and teachers are being taught at far left teachers colleges 
uh, across the country where they're being indoctrinated with the idea that they need to be indoctrinating other people about socialism. And so it's this endless cycle, this drift in, in conservative states and in liberal states and in moderate states, this, this drift towards socialism because foundationally uh, the people who are teaching younger people are all on the left side of the political spectrum. And the only way to get rid of that is to have school choice so that parents can take their kids out of those schools and put them in schools that embrace the values that they believe in. But right now, unless you can afford a private school or unless you can afford to homeschool your child, you don't have that, that option. And so conservatives need to make it clear that if it, no Republican should be supported, no conservative candidate should be supported, no Democrat, no political candidate should be supported unless they embrace school choice. Well, thank you for uh, doing the survey and uh, and uh, breaking that uh, survey here. And uh, hopefully it will be picked up because I, I think so many people uh, have no idea how bad things are really, truly getting in America. Uh, and something better wake them up pretty soon. Justin, thank you so much. Thanks, Glenn. You bet. Bye-bye. By the way, uh, Justin is uh, a guy who has uh, helped write the next book called uh, Arguing with Socialists. Uh, it comes out after the first of the year. I think it comes out right right before the uh, Super Tuesday, does it not? Arguing Against Socialists. It's a great, great book, you know, cut from the cloth of the uh, arguing with idiots and and uh, an inconvenient book. You're going to love it. And it makes a great gift for anyone who is being indoctrinated in school. Uh, they may not like it so much, but they'll read if they just open it. If they'll just open it, all of the facts are in the I mean, I think this is the most footnotes we have of any book we've ever written. Uh, and it's all well documented and it's hard to argue. Hard to argue if they'll just open it. Good luck with that, but buy it for them anyway, and maybe yeah. one day they'll be stuck in an elevator with it, and well, they'll be forced to read it. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing. It, what's going to happen is you're going to have it, you're going to read it, and then when they're sitting around and they're talking to you, you're going to know what their argument is, and you're going to be able to argue it yourself. Mm -hmm. So, all right, uh, somewhere out there, there's a guy shopping online for Christmas. But he's not doing it in the way that you and I would normally think. This guy is shopping using somebody else's credit card information. He smiles around the big cigar that he's chomping. Yeah, sure, he thinks I'm a monster. But now I'm a monster with a complete set of decorative dish towels and a Barry Manilow Greatest Hits CD. Oh, yes, they're unscrupulous. When you go online with an unsecured Wi-Fi, you're practically begging for this guy to go after your information and buy all of his Barry Manilow paraphernalia on your credit card. Now, that's a hassle you just don't need, and neither does Barry. You need protection that's going to evolve with you, and that's the new Norton 360 membership. It provides multiple layers of protection with a secure VPN to protect your privacy on all public Wi-Fi and provide real-time security for your devices. Now, nobody can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a very powerful ally for your cyber safety during the holidays and beyond. And now until December 8th, you can get a special radio offer of up to 60% off an annual subscription on your first year at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. Up to 60% off Norton.com slash Beck. We break for 10 seconds.
Is anybody else? Um, is anybody else getting to the point to where you're like, mm. no, I feel like I feel like um, Gene Wilder at the end of the producers. No way out. No way out. <laughs> there is a way out. There is a way out. We just have to choose to do it. And we have to uh, we have to get back to where we were. I think we were so beaten up with the Tea Party uh, because the Tea Party was about uh, elections. And, you know, the 912 project was not about elections. It was about education. It was about it was about principles and values. And those never go out of style. And those are the things that we have to get back uh, to to teaching and to living in our own life. Yeah, oh, I boy. agree that that would be an ideal solution. I mean, it's t- I, I feel like it gets tougher and tougher, particularly right now with the way the media covers Trump, to think any you know further along than whatever today's news cycle item is. But don't you but see that the news the news cycle is uh, getting less and less credible? Yeah, oh, no, I, I mean, agree. people are not watching it as much as they used to. They're not listening to it as much. I mean, we pay in media, in talk radio, we pay more attention to the uh, mainstream media than I think the average person does. The average person doesn't. They'll get it from Facebook and everything else. They're not getting it. You know, from all of these shows that, you know, CNN, nobody's watching CNN. Yeah, I mean, that that coverage, though, does inform yes, all the other does. coverage. And that's, it does. It trickles down. It's not just what CNN reports. It's that 500 other sources report on what CNN reports. Correct. So it does get, it, the influence is significant. Well, the, no you know, the, the only problem um, on fixing this, and until we solve this, we're not going to be able to solve anything. Um, there is no investigative journalist news arm that is credible that the conservatives can all feast off of you know like for instance we do investigative you know uh, reporting on ukraine well let me just let me flip this around um you know um ben shapiro does something Mm -hmm. we're so busy that we don't necessarily see ben shapiro but if ben shapiro or if if there was a news source that ben was basing his opinion off and it wasn't directly competitive for everybody. If there was a news source that was out there that maybe all of us put our money into, we could we could go on our own narrative. Right now, we can only respond to their narrative because they're the only ones producing the news. We're commenting on it. We need a conservative news that's credible that is big robust and can compete has the money to be able to compete because if we're all going off of cnn we're all going to be talking about what they want us to talk about right they're setting the agenda right and we can say well this part of it is wrong, wrong. and here's why right but we're still responding to that they don't have to respond to us because we're just voices and opinions on what they've done mm-hmm. If there is credible journalism being done on the right that we can all comment on, then we flip the table and everybody has to respond. They have to respond to what our journalists have dug up and said. And that's only going to happen if all of the people on the right start to get together and try to develop some associated press. 
You're listening to Glenn Beck. Everybody loves getting personalized gifts, and there is nothing more personalized than a DNA kit. This DNA gift is the is the health and ancestry kit from 23andMe. And it's not just an ancestry service. It's ancestry and health. You'll get more than 150 personalized genetic reports, including insights to your health. With more than 1,500 geographic regions, 23andMe is now the most comprehensive ancestry breakdown on the market as well. You don't... You don't pay more for trait reports. Their ancestry and trait service has 30 trait reports included. Uh, Their new easy-to-use automatic family tree builder uses your DNA to start building your family tree so you can spend the holidays sharing your results with friends and family and talking about all the amazing things that connect you to one another. This is one of the best family things I've ever done. Our family, while we were going through this for about a month, it just, we were just, close and thinking about our ancestors it's just so great health and ancestry kit now 20 bucks through december 25th 23andme.com slash back 23andme.com slash back go to blaze tv.com use the promo code glenn for 10 bucks off and see glenn live in salt lake uh, this saturday go to glenbeck.com slash christmas for details Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Italian police say that they have seized weapons and far-right propaganda material from the homes of 19 suspected extremists who were hoping to form a Nazi party in the country. Not, not, not always a good idea. To start a Nazi? To not, a, not start a Nazi party. Not, it's also, you know, not, I, not I, this idea. is going to be extremely unpopular and will be taken out of context, so... Just know here is the whole context. Mm -hmm. I completely understand in Germany why they did that. I mean, at the time, they banned the Nazi party. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the time, I can't imagine, you know, if if you just fought that war and you got out of a concentration camp and somebody's like, yeah, well, my neighbor's going to a Nazi rally. You'd be like, whoa, 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 wait, what? (laughs) That's still happening? It's still happening? Didn't we just defeat that? I mean, it's it. So I don't know what I would have done in Germany. Um, However, the idea that the Italian police are going to shut down these people. Now, if it's violent, yes. And strangely, Nazis usually are. Mm. Um, But the idea of shutting down a party or shutting down speech really bothers me. You know, it uh, it seems foreign is the way I would put it. Yes. You know, it, it seems like a weird cultural thing that would happen in Europe but couldn't happen here because we have something called a First Amendment. And no matter how bad the ideas are from a... I mean, there have been. I mean, the American Nazi Party is... It was a... Oh, in the 1930s, thing. it was huge. It was huge. It, it supported mean, even, FDR. But even way after the war. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was still active in the in the United States. Uh, one of the, They had a presidential candidate who would run all the time, eventually was assassinated, shockingly, by 
by another Nazi. Um, but uh, they that was something that's real. And, and to this day, I mean, you know, we all know, people in this audience at least know, that communists have killed a lot more people than Nazis have. And we have an American Communist Party, too. We have a Socialist Workers' Party. We have a bunch of parties that represent communism. I have here. a real problem with the, the communist witch hunt of the 1950s. I mean, they didn't have a right to... You go in and, and yeah, that's that's not american it's not american it's not american to say that specific ideas should be banned we we dismiss them we mock them we win against them but we don't ban political parties Un- obviously there are exceptions at the extremes when you're talking about like if a party is advocating the murder of the guy down the street well that's a totally different law yeah, that would, it's not would violent about. right but i mean an idea like in, up until including the idea that hey um you know bob over there is in the nazi party he thinks he's superior to jews is that allowed yeah he can say that yeah he can say it he can form an entire party around how he's better than jews and he can try to change the laws uh, I will fight every day to make sure that he does not succeed. Uh, and he won't succeed in this country because that is not, that's not what this country was built on. Here, here's, here's a, a real-life example. Mm-hmm. Uh, how can you be against white supremacy in the United States of America and the idea of living in a supremacist state based on race and class but then support a state like Israel that is built on supremacy? So this is Linda Sarsour of course. that is saying that Jews think they are supreme to everyone else. No, no, that's not that's not what they think. No, that's not what they think. Um, and does she have a right to say that? Yes. Do I have a right to disagree with her vehemently? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I have a right to say she should go to jail for that? No, no one. No one has that right, because once you take that a right from her it can be taken from you and, and that's not even the that's a, a good re- way to personalize it but it's not the reason you do it it's you don't do it because it could be taken away from you whether whether you think that can happen or not that's a good way of personalizing it so you realize the impact of it but in reality if their ideas are terrible they're still allowed to be said we say this a lot of people make this point um all the time with abortion where they'll say uh, people on the on the right will say, look, you're aborting all these kids. You could have aborted the next Einstein. You could have aborted uh, the next scientist or, or world leader. That's absolutely true. You also could have aborted a bunch of people who suck, who are the people that get in your way at McDonald's and the drive-thru and take too long. Like, and the person who screws up your, your, your order at the window. And, right, exactly. That's the point. Right. Whether they're the next world leader or the next Einstein, it doesn't matter. They get a right to live. They get a chance to live their lives. Um, that's really, really important. And a lot of times we kind of personalize it and say, well, if we lose, uh, if they lose their right to speak, well, we might lose our right to speak. Well, whether we do or not is not the issue. It is their right to say dumb things. So you know what you know what happened is there was this perversion, I think, of this American idea that you don't talk religion in politics. Yeah. And you didn't do that because polite company, you just don't talk about that stuff. Mm-hmm. But that didn't come from uh, anything other than, I mean, I got the lectures when I was a kid. I'm sure you did too. Your parents would talk to you and say, they have a right. They have a right to believe that. You can think that they're wrong all you want, but you don't tell them what to think. You don't tell them, unless they're breaking the law and hurting other people, you don't tell them what to think or do. Mm -hmm. 
It's none of your business. I mean, you can make an argument. You can try to persuade them. Yeah. But you certainly don't use the power of the state to stop them from doing something that's legal and not threatening someone else. Right? That You know, you can... I mean, look, faith is something that makes arguments and judgments all the time about people's behavior. There's nothing wrong with judging other people's behavior. You can say all the time you think that their behavior is wrong. Here's why I think it's wrong. Here's what I think you should do. But to, to legislate the mor- yeah. morality is not right. You can't. I, I agree with that. And I think there's some disagreement even on the right there at is. this point um, on this. And it goes not only to uh, sort of moral uh, causes, but also economic ones. Where there's this idea, um, Josh Hammer put this really well, um, uh, um, because of this dividing line on the right. He, he phrased it this way. I think this is a great way of thinking about it. And I have a really clear answer to this one, but I do think that this is the divide on the right as it stands today. He says, uh, the fundamental dividing question right now for those of us on the political right, is individual liberty worth pursuing as an intrinsically just end or... Is it merely a means sometimes worth pursuing toward a distinct political end, like justice or human suffering? No, it's or whatever. a just end. And it's, it's a an just absolute. end in and of itself yeah. to me. That is completely black and white. There is no, honestly, I'm, there I'm, I'm, is I'm, no justice if you shut people's thought and speech down. Mm-hmm. There's no justice. Yeah. And I, even, if it's, even if the culture turns against the things that you believe are right, even if you're losing those battles, uh, you, you gotta you fight harder. You try to win, but you don't bring the state in to to put your values on the entire Look, society. That, that, and, and, and we're seeing that I think economically. I mean, Tucker Carlson makes this point. I think you know he's a smart guy and he makes this point well. Orrin Cass wrote an entire book about it, um, and and it, and it. But it's using the power of the government to go towards just uh, you know specific economic um, uh, goals that the right is friendly with. I mean, John McCain did a lot of this. Yes. Uh, you know, um, you see this with uh, people like um, Mike Huckabee, uh, where he will take the power of his office as governor. And you know what? I believe uh, gluttony is wrong and people are too fat and we should we should change the way people eat. Bloomberg is a great example of it, uh, although sometimes his ends are liberal. He, sometimes they are. They were conservative, but he uses used the state to push those things through. And, you know, when it we, comes, there are, there are exceptions and there's, there's nuance throughout this entire argument. But to me, as a fundamental question, the, the freedom and, the, and liberty is the, is the end. That's what we're, that's what no, we're, look, we're, we're targeting here. This is, really, this is really so very simple. I don't know why there's a disagreement on it if you believe in the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration of Independence is our mission statement. It was the letter to the king. Look, you don't understand us. You don't even know who we are. We think differently here. And we believe that all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights among these life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And that the government is instituted among men to protect those rights. That's it. There's there's no there's nothing in the Declaration of Independence that says, and because of that, we're going to redistribute the wealth or we're going to make things more fair as a government. No. And in pursuit of happiness is really key here, too. Right. Pursuit. It doesn't mean that we use the government to guarantee it because we think these things are wonderful. Right. You know, it's it's the pursuit. You have the freedom to be able to pursue what you believe will make you happy. And you know what? You might fall flat on your face over and over again and never achieve it. So period. So anyone who says, well, we've got a in social engineer. We have to do this. We have to do that. That is not the government's role. 
the 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 mission statement the second paragraph of the declaration of independence was saying this is what it looks like when we get there mm-hmm. this is the finished product a place where all men know that they are equal they're created equal and they can pursue that happiness any way they want and the government's role is to protect that individual from doing what they feel is right, as long as they're not killing people and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, stealing. That's it. That's what we're supposed to be doing. We believe, as Americans, or at least we used to, we believe in the power of the individual. And if you want to empower individuals, you're going to have to live with the fact they're going to make choices that you're not going to like. You're a parent. When you're a parent, you know at some point you've got to let it go. You've done everything you can. They're going to make decisions that you don't agree with. Some of them might work out to your surprise. Some of them are going to end exactly the way you thought that they would end. But you don't tell your children exactly what to do or you drive a wedge between you and them you'll destroy your relationship we are looking at our government as a parent and telling the parent to get involved in all of these adults lives and tell them what's right or wrong it automatically drives a wedge between people and between the government that that's not who we are that's not what this system was meant to be. You want that system? Design a new system. But that's not what this one is. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, and, and that's the part that bothers me. I mean, the second part of this statement, which is, is individual liberty merely a uh, means sometimes worth pursuing toward a distinct political end, is the way the left thinks about the world. Yes. The left uses individual liberty when they want abortion. It's a nice little trick to get you. They want abortion. So that one thing they say, individual liberty is really important. Can't get in the way of uh, between a, a woman and her doctor. It's her body, her choice. It's all individual liberty because it's not a principle. It's just a means to get to whatever they want today. And so if we go down that road, we're them. We are them. It is a intrinsically just end to pursue individual liberty not the other way around and we it's, we have in the midst of the political arguments we do lose that i think sometimes and i think that's dangerous we have to remember you know we're different from the left not just because we want slightly different policies because what happens is you get the bloomberg thing where bloomberg has been a republican and a democrat i don't know that he's changed positions on anything no he's just going down whatever road serves him at whatever time yeah. and he's and he's a big time progressive and so he's able to use the power of the state to whatever ends he wants we we need to be different i don't want to be michael bloomberg i don't want to be anything like michael bloomberg i don't want him anywhere near me the party i belong to the the, the principles that i have He's no, and it is largely soda based. My opposition, sure, <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I don't right. want to be anywhere near the guy. Sure, right. Get away from my soda, man. Get Anything away from else? Everything of mine. Well, so when, Michael Bloomberg. I soda. lived in New York. I I lived mm. in his city. And uh, get out of my house. Get out of my bedroom. Get off of my phone. Get out of my car. Get off my streets. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Every year during the holidays, break-ins spike. It makes sense. Families are often traveling. Burglars know that the expensive gifts might be lying around. That's why Simply Safe 
has to be your choice for home security. It's been my choice for a very long time. Simply Safe offers comprehensive professional home security at an affordable rate. That's going to make you rest a little easier. And right now is the best time of the year to get Simply Safe home security systems. For the holidays, they are giving you a huge discount on your system and a free security camera. Simply Safe protects every single room, door, window, 24-7 protection. Uh, it's if there is a break in, they give real time video confirmation. So police respond three and a half times faster on average. There's no contract, no hidden fees, no fine print. You're in charge. Prices are fair and honest and start at $15 a month. Go to simplysafebeck.com right now. Take advantage of this amazing holiday saving and get the free HD security camera. Offer is a limited time only. It's ending soon. It's simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. I don't think there's enough people, uh, and, and it's getting harder and harder every day because um, you're counting clicks, you're counting likes um, as popularity, as as success. And so I, I don't know if there is the, the understanding that pursuit of happiness does not mean success. You know, America has been made into a land of stuff, and a land of plenty, whoever has the most wins and is happy. You look at people in Hollywood and everything else, and I'm not saying you, but, you know, most of the people will look at that and say, you know, they're happy. No, they're not. They're miserable. They're miserable. Do you think Greta Thunberg is happy? She's miserable. <laughs> She's physically incapable of smiling. Oh, my gosh. How would you Just, even know? Do you want to live that way? Barbara Streisand, I don't care how much money or fame. I don't want to live like her. And and so it's not about success. It's about the pursuit of happiness. What makes you happy? This bothered me so much when, when we first had children. And Tanya was a born mother. She was just born to be the best mom ever. And, um, and she's done it. And that's pursuing her happiness. But the world was doing everything they could to convince her that you're a stay-at-home mom. You're worthless. Mm. Well, no, it might be it might not be what that person wants to be, but that's what she wants to be. Why do you have to force your view on her? She's not going to force it on you. Pursue your happiness. And happiness, believe me, does not come with money and success. You can rent it, but it's a very short term, very short term. Happiness comes from doing what you feel is right. You're listening to Glenn Beck.